0: Oh mama's Christine Podcast
1: okay. I thought you
2: were doing oh, Okay, I'll wait. Are you still going? Oh, that was a bad. <laughs> wow. That was fine. That that was a fine intro until you just went
0: overboard <laughs> oh, wow. with it. I thought it was corn. Love a little lightheaded. <laughs> yeah, your, your face <laughs> red. I thought oh. you were doing corn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, anyways. Hey, welcome to <laughs> Not Your Mom's Christian Podcast, The Christian podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm your host, Shane, with my brother, Eric. Do you, did you like corn? No. I, I loved love I mean, they corn. were fine. I, the only reason... Who would, like, be- would
2: you like better? Corn or Limp biscuit? The corn. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I like Limp biscuit too. Yeah. I, the only reason that I even listened to any of those things was because of you. Yeah. I, I thought it was so cool. Yeah. That's when... You know what? Disturbed. Back, yeah. I only had one disturbed. No, yeah. I might have two. Wow. <laughs> yeah i remember okay so that song uh-huh. i don't even remember what that song's called it's like the fourth song it's called wow <laughs> it's basically <laughs> yeah. what is. but there's there's a part in the bridge it's like weird and like kind of dirty yeah um and like so if you hear the radio version then you've never heard that part but if you actually have the cd of whatever that song was called mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think what the song's called and it's going to bother me but um that that part's kind of dirty, I and mean, that was back in the day where I wasn't allowed to have stickered CDs. And yeah. I remember for some reason my mom asking to borrow it, <laughs> and she wanted to listen to it, wash it in the shower. I was yeah, like, she liked it? Yeah, I guess. Hmm. And so she's like, see so I think she's like to kind of listen to our music a little <laughs> bit too, and she's always like keeping an eye on yeah. what we listen to. So it's
0: called it's called being a good mom. Yeah, yeah.
2: So she put it on while she was in the shower, and I remember that part coming up. I was like, "What am I gonna do? <laughs> she's gonna hear it, and I'm gonna be in so much trouble." So I started talking to her through the door, like, "Hey, mom, I have a question for you." <sighs> while she's showered to try to distract her. Did it a lot work? of times, yeah, was, really, yeah, I never. She never found it. Well, because I that I part, I that slick. part is like quiet, quiet no. too. No, it's not really. You know th- what? I, that, you know what? I'm gonna find that that part of that song. Why? Cause I need no okay. I'm not gonna do it. Cause then we're gonna be an explicit podcast, and we're not like no. now I have to change the tag. Just look it up. Yeah, it's on the first CD. I think it's the fourth song. It's a it's a more popular one. <laughs> I don't know why I remember which one it was. <laughs> wow, yeah, I remember that. And then corn. I remember I we weren't allowed to have secret CDs. Mm-hmm. And so we would buy them from Walmart. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what a stickered CD is, young, youngins, that's a parental, like advisory. parental advisory. So when you went to Walmart, it was say edited. Bad words. It was edited. Yeah. Yep. So I remember I would buy edited CDs. Then I got to one where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start buying. Corn, yeah, and that's why I remember buying a lot of corn. And my mom found it at that point. She's like, "He's too far to gone." <laughs> <And just> never <laughs> hey, say anything to he's me. Hopeless. <laughs> he's hopeless. He's hopeless. He loves the corn. <laughs> but yeah, corn's not not too bad. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Hey, so before we get into all the good stuff, let's do some of our housekeeping stuff at right. the beginning. We normally do it at the end, really quickly. We don't really do it a lot. And if you're a new listener, mm-hmm. just go ahead. And first press- off, thanks. Yeah, thank you. But go ahead. You can just skip the 15 second if this is gonna bore you a little bit. But um, for those of you that have been listening for a while, um, first off, thank you so much for listening for so long. Yep. We're we're getting we're at 70 some episodes at this I don't point. No. Yeah, like I'm literally like we're starting to game plan for episode 100, which will be coming up. Ugh. I mean, in months, but yeah. we're starting to get an idea of what are we gonna do for that. It's it's nuts to me. And this week we had like 50 plays in Japan. Hey Japan! Yeah, who, who in Japan is listening to us? I don't know. Hey, if you're in Japan, you're listening to us. Let us know. Yeah, just and we'll give you a shout out. I guess could um, be a bot. It, yeah, it might be. Who knows? <laughs> That's probably what it is, honestly. But, but I was like Japan. Like we get it from from a bunch of different places, but I've never seen Japan before. Yeah. Um, But if you are uh, a listener and you've been listening for a while, we want to thank you so much for listening. And one thing we want to get back into is we want to get back into Not Your Mama's questions, which we haven't done in a while. Mm -hmm. And we also want to find out from you what you would like for us to talk about. Uh, we've talked about a lot of topics on this podcast. Some we kind of talked about a couple times, but uh, we would love to hear from you guys what you would like to hear from us. Um, so... <laughs> I, I, I think I said that correctly. <laughs> I said it correctly. Um, so there's a lot of ways you can send it to us. Um, you can go to any of our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and send us messages on all those. We will mm-hmm. get those. You can go to our website. There's a the contact information. You can um, submit your questions or your topics there. Yeah. Um, You can email us at Podcast at gmail.com, right. which stands for Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast.
0: What other ways could they possibly send it to a Shane? Oh, easy. You can put on a gas mask, go out in the woods, find a skunk, wrestle it, make sure it doesn't spray you in the face, and then... T- <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Why? You have a gas mask. <laughs> you yeah, actually know it doesn't matter. And then take your question, tape it to its back, slap its butt, send it our way. Well, okay, done. give us give us another way oh another way easy okay all you gotta do is just go to the zoo grab a lion make sure that it doesn't bite your arm maybe get a zookeeper first <laughs> but get the lion take a question <laughs> okay. tape it to his back slap it don't butt, worry about the no zookeeper but
2: yeah so there's a lot of ways so please make sure you send that to us mm-hmm. um, we, we would love to answer any of the questions and it's just fun to have different topics to talk about another thing that we would encourage you guys to do if you have not done so is to give us um, a good five star review mm-hmm. we've been getting some reviews recently which is great Yeah, we've gotten a couple. We got a three-star one recently. Don't know who that was. Hey, but they're honest. They're like, you know, it was fine.
0: You know what? These guys are
2: average. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) what I what I like about well, I don't like getting bad reviews, but. When I see reviews like that, then it's people that are discovering us, which uh-huh. I like. Yeah. And every once in a while, i see, like, I have no clue who that person is. Right, right. and That's that's, cool. that's awesome. So um, if you could um, review us, that would be awesome and it really helps as well. It really does. It does. Yeah, it helps with iTunes stuff. So uh, please do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are having a good friend of ours on. And, but before we get to uh, our interview with him, Shane, I want to ask you a question. Sure. Would you
0: consider yourself a, a risk taker? No. No. Nope, absolutely not. I, for whatever reason growing up through as a kid I never wanted to get in trouble I was terrified of getting in trouble yeah. um now now I've taken some some risks in my adult life career wise with planting a church that that takes risk yeah. um you know cuz you don't know if that's exactly going to work out um but for the most part like no, I've never really been a risk taker. I never want to do anything where I could potentially hurt myself. I don't like doing a flip on a trampoline. Yeah, you never would. Nope. We, we would wrestle and stuff with a trampoline. We're like are like, just try a flip. He's like, nope, I can't do I it. I don't even like doing a flip off a diving board. Yeah, in have no you pool. ever? I have. I have, but it, I don't like doing it. And I'm, I'm 30 <laughs> still, now. Still. <laughs> still. I mean, I probably... Would you do a, tra- a flip on a trampoline now? You know what? No, probably not. <laughs> uh, what I did, though, I will do is I when we were at um, like Sky Zone or one of those trampoline parks recently for um, for a friend of ours' kid's birthday. Yeah, and and they have those things where you can jump on the trampoline and then into like a foam pit. Yeah, I'll I'll do flipping. Oh that. wow, so risky! You literally no risk. Control. That's why I said no risk. <laughs> but a, a, just a regular trampoline, you will never try. No, to No, you know what I'm scared of? I'm scared that I'm going Hit to your, fall in your head. No, I'm not scared yeah. of that. I think that I'll that I'll get over. What yeah. I'm scared of is landing. My feet hitting the trampoline, and then, and then my face hitting my knee. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're scared that's what I'm You don't want to, you don't want to hurt the money makers. Yeah, when you're yeah. I don't want to like <laughs> knock it because you know what? Somebody told me that that happened when I was like younger. Yeah, of course. And I've always remembered somewhere. that. And I'm like, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> so that's been the reason you haven't done it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Or 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 flipping and losing my balance, or or like losing my bearings and just flipping off of the trampoline. Yeah. That 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 scares me too. <laughs> So, so you don't you want to consider yourself a very big risk taker? No, I don't like. To, I, I never got into skateboarding. I yeah. did scooters. I had a razor scooter. Yeah, and you have a bad scar. I have a scar because I <laughs> fell and you laughed at me. <laughs>
2: yeah, because you fell off a scooter. Yeah, and you still have a scar. It's. i think take a picture of it posted this week right. of your it's scooter pretty, scar. Pretty big, yeah. yeah. Uh, you like the game risk? uh No, I never. I don't think I've actually. I don't think I've ever it. played it either. Yeah. Um, it seems a little too nerdy for me. We did a whole thing Although on. Although we do play Catan. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> or Catan A long time or ago, we talked about games and we talked about sets um, of Catan or whatever. And I remember saying, I'm never going to play that game. But now and I. And I really wanted to. And now I play it. We, we play, it we all play the time. It once a week at yeah. least. We <laughs> yeah. play it all the time. For Christmas, we all asked for versions of it. Yeah. Um, when it comes to risk, I took more risks than you, but I didn't take that many. Yeah, like, you used
0: to run a big risk taker.
2: Yeah, I, I still was kind of scared of getting in trouble, but I was. I guess a little wilder than you, but mm-hmm. I really wasn't that wild. But in comparison to Goody Two Shoe Shane, I was <laughs> I was a little wilder. Um, so I would do things like um, play paintball at a school, and the cops came, so that was a little risky. Um, I drove a car once, and friends of ours wanted to shoot paintballs at houses, so I drove yeah. the getaway car. Uh-huh. Felt
0: so bad about
2: that. Yeah, I've
0: like, I've done things like that too. Yeah.
2: Um, through, I've thrown eggs at houses, mm-hmm. like yeah, me just too.
0: stupid stuff. You do as and, a teenager. So I don't know why teenagers feel the need to do those sort of things, and I did them too. Yeah, egg in houses. It's like now as an adult, I'm like why? I never felt good about it. I justified it. Yeah. Like one guy, I remember we did it. Um, there was a friend of ours.
2: His boss was a jerk or, or something like that or he knew him through something yeah. and he was a jerk. Our friend was mad at him for whatever reason. Yeah, he reason. said he was a jerk. So I said, oh, then he deserves eggs at his house. Yeah. So we would do that. Um, and I always get so mad. People throw eggs in my car oh, I was yeah. like, and I would just do it too. Um, The riskiest thing I've ever done is probably um, ask girls out because that was a risk for <laughs> Yeah, me.
0: because the the chances of them saying yeah, yes were slimmed.
2: extremely low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it wasn't very good. The first time I did it, it was a girl on my hockey team, my
0: floor hockey team. <laughs> Uh, were you on that this team? I don't think no, you were on the you're team. No, you were older than me, but we played, we played floor hockey. You know what's always so embarrassing? You <laughs> say when, you played floor yeah. hockey? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever people say, what sports did you play growing up? And I would be like, ah, you know, baseball, soccer, hockey. Floor like, hockey. oh, you played hockey? Yeah. Well... We were just in tennis shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We couldn't skate. <laughs> not even not even like
2: rollerblades. Yeah, yeah. Not even ice skating. Everyone thought we would try for fun and it was I was terrible when so I did. So bad. Um, um you're not too not too bad of a goalie in hockey. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. You, you I were, was I got in fights because of you. Because of me? Yeah, because people try to hurt you because you uh-huh. would be in the championship game, and they'd try to like hit you, because if you were out, then they yeah. have a better chance, and I, yeah. and I would try to get in
0: fights. Yeah. That's my big brother sticking up for me.
2: Yeah. I would never admit that I liked you or Jessica, but I would stick up for you guys sometimes. Don't, <laughs> don't look at me. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never do. So, uh, so, I was, so there was a girl on my hockey team that I thought was really cute, and I wanted to ask her out. So... I got her number somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I got. It. I did not ask her for her number. not a good start. This is before cell. I didn't have a cell phone. I was in middle school, maybe. Yeah. Um, she was and she was older than me. So I got her number. I called her house. I had prepared a speech that I was going to say when she answered the phone. I had my here's I really like you. Here's why you're so pretty and blah 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 blah. <laughs> and,
1: and then <laughs> here's why I don't I don't you're
0: pretty.
2: <laughs> and then the end of it was to say I would, but I want to know if you want to go on a date with me, maybe to. Go get dinner or the movies. Um, my mom would to pick us up for that. Oh, I, yeah. I couldn't drive. So I've I called her. Called her. Uh, her mom answered. I said, hey, can I talk to this girl? And she got on the phone. Um, I don't want to say her name because I don't want to embarrass her. <laughs> Just, to the fact that I asked her. <laughs> I, I don't think she's ever thought about you ever again yep. since this moment. <laughs> so I give this speech. Hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm really... I I just want to say I had a lot of fun with hockey with you this year, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're I think you're really beautiful on the inside and the outside, oh, and nice. we get along really well. And I was wondering if maybe you would want to go on a date with me. And her response was, "Aw, that's nice. No, uh huh, yeah, that's simple. Aw, yeah. no, hey, like you know, hey, that was nice. Of you definitely don't want to do it. Though. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's not something I'm going to even even think about. So then, how do you get off the phone? I went. Okay. I think I said, okay, well if you ever change your mind (laughs) give me a call (laughs) and I've never seen her since. Yeah, yeah. And I hope I never if I see her if I see her, even though I'm married with two kids one on the way, I would go back to that like awkward, oh you definitely turned me down. (laughs) Like I wouldn't be like, look what you missed. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh, you're so much cooler than me (laughs) still (laughs) Even though I'm married and stuff. But yeah, that that was a little risky. Besides that, when it comes to like talking to new people Mm -hmm. or like doing anything like that, I, I don't really like doing it. You mean just like random people or like well, I, what I just mean? I get nervous about it. Like I get nervous. I'm gonna be I'm gonna embarrass myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like I'm very good at like small talk with new people, uh, which is surprising because like I have to talk with you on a podcast yeah. for 45 minutes a week once a week. Right. But when it comes to new people, I, I don't know. I just I like, have I feel like I'm an I'm a, I'm the awkward guy, mm. and they know it and uh. they're like, oh, this dude does not know how to do small talk, <laughs> and I was like, oh. Uh. Like when we goes to we go down to the city once a month to help be more caring. Uh, Josh was for be more caring was on our podcast a little while ago. So uh, we've help, been going, they help the
0: homeless community. Yep.
2: Yeah, so we've been going down there and helping um the homeless community. And I don't normally get the food and any of that stuff because we have a lot of people that do that. I take it upon myself to go and talk to right um the community down there and. I feel like I struggle like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't know what to say sometimes. I don't know how to, how to.
0: See, I, I like doing going. those sort of things for the most part. Sometimes it, it, it well, it, there are always times where it can be difficult, but I, I like talking to new people and I like learning about what's going on in, in other people's lives. And that's not like a, something that really intimidates me.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't mind. I, I like to learn about people. I just don't. I feel like I'm awkward trying to get to it. Yeah, <laughs> trying to dig dig into it, and then like there are times where I feel like oh, I should pray for this person, uh-huh. and I and I've I've been too scared to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have been able to, to to cross that bridge and be like, you know, what? hey, can I pray? Like every every time I'm about to say, I have it in my head, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, just say, it, just say it, and I can't get it
0: out. Yeah, that, it is. That is the hardest part. I think is getting to the point where because it's it's easy for me to talk to another person just about them. Uh, and just ask some questions. You know, are you married? Do you, you know, have kids? You know where we got that life? from? Where from Dad? Yeah, Dad would always ask, and it would be like stupid questions. I used to do that with
2: students all the time. Just yeah, yeah. ask, like, "Hey, so you like McDonald's or Burger King?" Like yeah. those kind of questions,
0: which are annoying, but it's still me getting to know you. Right, right, right. But. So, and I, I, the, I have no problem doing that, but it is hard to make. It it is hard to make the transition from just asking general questions about them to then transferring over to about faith or Jesus or. Prayer or whatever it is, that is extremely hard to do.
2: And, and, and is it? Cr- do you think it's crazy that it's hard for us to do? When don't you think we almost have more of an in than other people? Because oh, yeah, what do you do? do. You say mm-hmm. I'm a pastor. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like oh okay, so you're a man of God, you're a man of faith. Like, so, so it wouldn't
0: be out of the ordinary for them for us to to, yeah. to do that. It's still something intimidating about. Yeah, it. me too. Yeah. I don't
2: know. I don't know why it, why I could go up there. I could preach. I can debate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. theology. I know stuff but asking a stranger if i could pray with you yeah. is so intimidating to me yeah
0: yeah yeah absolutely even people close to me yeah asking if, if Yo, i could me pray with yeah. you yeah. it's yeah. intimidating yeah um because i like there's always i'm in the back of my mind one thing that i always struggle with is like okay i'm a pastor but i don't want people to feel like whenever i'm around it's like okay the pastor's in the room I mean, that's why we mean? do this podcast yeah, right. <laughs> for that exact exactly. reason but i i like i never want i i always want people to be themselves around me I don't want them to be different. Yeah. And so that kind of holds me back from actually talking about important things and talking about Jesus because I'm always I feel like sometimes I'm more concerned about being cool and yeah, being yeah, being too. the relatable pastor than i am about being yeah. a pastor there's a balance which isn't which isn't right there's a balance like there's some that are just too
2: concerned the other side and they're yeah. never relatable we don't want to be that so much that we're sometimes too relatable right. and yeah.
0: not the other side yeah i don't want to be the guy who like every time is talking about jesus in every single situation you know and and yeah, that sounds definitely. terrible to say yeah. right like i i don't want to be the guy where it's like okay well shane's around or anything that we talk about he's going to turn it back to Faith, or Jesus, yeah. or God, or somehow, yeah, and which we should be doing that anyways, right, right. But Jesus should be included in everything that we do, yeah. but it doesn't have to be us preaching, yeah. You know, it could be just showing love. It could yeah, be, we can talk to a friend about exactly. sports without having to bring up Jesus. And exactly.
2: Be like, well, I wish it, I wish the churches, the people in church, were as it's, excited as yeah, they
0: were in classic. Philadelphia. The Eagles <laughs> game, <laughs> like right, right. that and, kind of stuff. So, but that those those are things that hold me back from actually taking the risk of going out and and saying, Hey, I just feel led to pray for you in this situation or talk to you in this situation, yeah. or or has this been on your heart, or how can I pray for you? The, the, those are, that's what holds me back from doing that
2: yeah i i agree and the reason why i bring this up because mm-hmm. we have our good buddy yeah back on the podcast hey chad johnson we had him on it was it wasn't even that long ago no really one. um uh our friend jameson from the godspeed podcast if Who you look we podcast, also had on yep and he had um they just released an episode with the used. remember the used? oh yeah yeah i the, know i actually saw you did i need to listen yeah to it. it was awesome it but um taste of ink yeah oh, that song's good anyways we're not talking about but but go listen to that podcast if you look for another podcast mm-hmm. uh a good podcast but jameson um he hits us up all the time he asks and he gets us um, different guests and things like that he's he's awesome um he sent me an email with chad johnson's new book mm-hmm. um 1000 risk and it was just like hey you already had him on we just want to say thank you for for having him on here's his book and we're yeah. like well we'll have him back because he was yeah. he was awesome that's time we had him but uh shane tell Tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about the book. I'll give you too much away because we have him coming up next. Yeah, yeah.
0: So um, uh, Chad Johnson is, is a guy who decided that he was going to take risks and, uh, and to do some, do some really cool things in the name of Jesus. So it's called 1,000 Risks, Fighting Fear for an Awkward, Awesome Life with Jesus, which is a really cool subtitle, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. Um, but I, yeah, I don't want to give too much away. But Chad is really good at doing all those things that we just talked about we're not good at. Yeah. Um, And and he decided, you know what? I'm going to go and step out on faith, and I'm going to take a thousand risks. Yeah. Yeah. And um and, and and talk to people about Jesus and talk to people about prayer and all these different things. And his book is really good. I actually asked for it for Christmas and my wife got it for me. Ooh. And so yeah, I have been I've been I've been reading it and it's it's a book that I'm just sucked into right yeah. now. Yeah. Um and so Chad has some really cool stories that, that he's gonna share with us. So let's get to our interview with Chad. Yeah, Matt. we're
2: excited to have Chad on let's, let's check it out.
0: Chad, I actually asked for your book for Christmas and my wife got it for me. So, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> nice, that is cool. <laughs> and, uh, and that's so good I, wife. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, so I've been going through your book called uh 1000 risks. Why don't you just fill mm-hmm. us in on, on what this book is and how you came to the place where you decided to write it?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it was one of those things that I did not ever envision happening Mm -hmm. because I've always worked with artists. I've always supported artists. I've been like on the, uh, the kind of behind the scenes back office end of artists, creative work. Mm -hmm. And so to be at a place where, where I had begun to write a book has just felt really crazy, but, but it, it, it essentially started out of a question I was asking over, how can I learn to love people a little more like Jesus loves, and what would that look like? And yeah. can I even do it? Like, and so my my wife was the one that suggested this idea of taking one thousand risks, and she had read a book called One Thousand Gifts, mm-hmm. and which is kind of where the whole idea came from mm-hmm. of the one thousand. And she said, "Well, you know, what if you take a thousand risks and then document them and kind of kind of like journal your experience yeah. and." Um, And I didn't, I mean, I knew as soon as she said that, that, that the Holy Spirit was in it because Mm. I, I just sensed a very significant level of excitement instantaneously. Yeah. It wasn't, it didn't take any like, well, you know, let me go pray and fast about it. Let me (laughs) go like, think about it. Let me go. I just, I just like could um, very quickly sense that this is something that God was putting on my heart. And Mm. so I, at, even though sh- my wife said, "You know, why don't you take a thousand risks?" It was still this crazy idea of whether I could, or whether mm-hmm. I would, or should. And so, all of these questions are kind of going off. But but I just felt like I've got I've got to start. And so the very yeah. next day, I started. I took a risk, and I was just like, "Man, I, I think I, I know that I was at a Publix grocery store, <laughs> and I was ordering some sliced like turkey boar's head or something." Yeah, yeah. The good, and, stuff, uh, the good stuff, the good stuff. Yeah, the, the good judgment. stuff. Yeah, yeah, the high, the, <laughs> the high, high end uh-huh. Southern, uh-huh. southern meat. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I um, I asked the lady across from me how I could pray for her. And, and, and in that moment, um, I did not realize how, how symbolic that time was and just how, how special and personal that question, how can I pray for you, would, would become in my life but, but she, she was like very, like all of a sudden just opened up Mm. and just like began sharing her heart with me. And I realized like on the first risk that I had just gone deeper with an individual than I probably have uh, not have ever had, but, but I just knew that was special. Like that's not normal that you ask somebody how you can pray for them. And they're just like, well, let me tell you what's going on. Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, man, the, the, uh, 1,000 risks took me 740 days, wow. which you may have already read to, yeah. to complete. Yeah. Um, and um, and it was the grace of God through it all, you mm-hmm. know, because I still deal with fear. I still deal with um, insecurity of like, am I really hearing from God? Mm-hmm. And if I say, hey, man, do you have left shoulder problems is that a, a god thought or is that just me being random you yeah, know yeah. Maybe, maybe i i've got left i can't <laughs> even i, I picked up my right maybe i've got left shoulder i got more than left shoulder problems <laughs> yeah so but that's that's really
0: good really glad you brought that up because that's something that that we were talking about before before we got on the interview with you it's like how do you know like when you yeah. get this random thought of like okay this person is here in front of me and i'm feeling like i should talk to them about their knee like how do yeah. you how do you know that that is you, or if it's God, or how do you even get the courage to actually talk to that yeah. person about that?
3: Well, that's probably how you know it's from God, if you have the courage to actually do it. <laughs> no, that's Because <laughs> I think, you know, yeah, I think that that he... I don't think Jesus just dangles ideas out over us like Mm -hmm. little carrots. And he's like, man, if you get this one idea, then, you know, guys, I might actually give you a treat and uh, come, come follow this carrot. Um, he's, (laughs) you know, I think that he's very, um, he's very consistent in his willingness to to empower us for the impossible. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, other than to tell you that, um, 95% of the time, it's just, uh, like, well, that was a random thought that was not there Mm -hmm. before. And like, what's the worst thing that can happen? The worst thing that can happen is that I offend somebody and I say, Hey, do you have, do you have breast cancer? And Ah. and, which I've never done, but I've known, I know someone who has done that Mm -hmm. and and it was a proper word of knowledge and someone got healed as a result. But (laughs) still that's a big, that's a very bold risk. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you say to someone, um, you know, "Hey, do you have uh, do, do you have something wrong with your back?" and they and they don't, which has happened to me, they then begin to wonder, "Well, is is it my posture? Is uh, it yeah, like yeah. Do, do I walk funny? Like what?" And so it is a bit. Then you kind of have to explain. I've just found that if I if I'm transparent with people, and I say, "Look, I know this sounds really funny. I follow Jesus, mm-hmm. and I'm learning to be more like Him." and sometimes i receive really powerful really pointed uh thoughts from him that that where i've seen him heal people and touch people's lives Mm -hmm. in very special ways and other times i'm practicing so thank Mm -hmm. you for letting me practice is i feel just it's just a way to kind of take the pressure off of something being wrong with the person yeah and and just highlighting the fact that i'm still growing yeah and uh and that that's, that that's okay, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that's
0: like addressing uh, the elephant in the room. When yeah. you're talking yeah. to it's like, yeah. here's what I'm doing, yeah. being honest with you, straightforward, and then it, it kind of breaks the ice a little bit.
3: Right, uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. Cool. And, I, and I think from what I've been able to see, people actually respect you more when you just come out and say, because mm-hmm. the average person is not expecting a word of knowledge, a prophetic word, an encouraging word. They're not expecting anything yeah, yeah. Of, of any kind of heart level connection. Um, and even if you say, thank you for, for who you are, thank you for smiling. Mm-hmm you're go you you are going deeper than the average person ever does with someone that they're maybe only interacting with very briefly so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean, but that's a great question it's yeah. uh, there there are times where I, it's like it's it's like god will give me a grace where i just know that i know that somebody is either about to get healed or or that something specific about them is, uh, is revealed to me. And I just have total peace about it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was with some friends of mine, um, in a band showbread, which, yeah. uh, which is going, going way back. Uh-huh. Yeah, And we were at, at a church in Portland, Oregon, and, and they introduced me to their friend and they said, Hey, this is our friend. And, and I, I unfortunately can't remember his name, but they said, man, would you just pray over him and just, just like, see if the Holy spirit gives you anything for him. And I said, okay. And So we just prayed and I said, man, I just like in my mind, I'm seeing two pictures for you. One is you with like a camera, like taking pictures. And then the second is like India or like something like Mm. related to India. And so, uh, you know, at the end, my, of course, showbread's all laughing and (laughs) their, their friends like, no way. Like I just got back from a trip to India where I was, where I was filmmaking. So I had no idea. And that's a very high that's that's like a ten out of ten yeah. uh, chat experience. I, I also have zero out of ten chat yeah, experiences yeah. <laughs> to to balance it out. Um, uh-huh. And but but that's a that's a time where, um, I just kind of I don't know. I just had peace that that uh, I still I I try very hard not to say stuff like the lord says yeah god is telling me um, yeah yeah jesus say saith unto you you know yeah yeah yeah. i just, i mean i think trying to approach the holy spirit and learning to listen with humility is the only way to go about it Mm -hmm. and and so just saying hey man uh, excuse me i know this is really like just acknowledging like you said the elephant in the room i know this is a little awkward yeah i know this is a bit weird but man i can't help but think this and I had a friend do that, um, uh, take a risk at a coffee shop to a, um, um, my family's leaving, which is why I'm waving. That's <laughs> fine. Well, our family's <laughs> so, there too. Our family. yeah. so like, good. Why does it, it keep looking off, <laughs> off into the distance? I'm li- listen, listening for the My Little Pony theme song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all I can hear in my, my head. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but my friend went into a coffee shop and felt like the Holy Spirit was saying that the, the person the cashier was dealing with depression. Hmm. And, uh, and so he, that's a bit in my mind, that's a really big risk. Cause if you're wrong, then, then yeah, yeah, probably yeah. just offended the person. Yeah. And, uh, he shared this and, and this person said, yeah, man, I actually deal with this and I'm dealing with a bunch mm. of stuff. So he prayed for him. Well, it turns out that that person that he prayed for is, is a, was a member of the youth group that I pastored back in the, in like the nineties. <laughs> <Really>? So, <laughs> so I, so I heard about the story through that friend that I saw, like, yeah. cause I was basically telling him, like, I, I don't see him often. And I was telling him about this 1000 risk journey. He's like, man, let me tell you about this thing that happened to me. This guy came into the coffee shop and asked me if I was dealing with depression and anxiety. I was like, wait, was his name this? Does he look like this? He's like, yeah, Uh I've I've already heard this story. That's crazy. (laughs) I I think the
2: thing you pointed out when you were talking about that and the thing that I struggle with when I hear some of these stories is a lot of times I hear these stories and it's like about me, God's telling me this, whatever. And the thing you said was humility Mm -hmm. that you come, you come to every situation uh, with humility compared to making myself look really cool like we, we go down to um, we're, we're, we're in Baltimore we go down to the city um, and we help feed the homeless community and just talk to them and hang out with them mm. and there's a guy there that I have that cynical attitude of like he just he loves this show of doing all this all this other stuff which could also yep. be just my own thing too me, mm-hmm. me sure. having a, sure. a negative attitude about it but when you talk about the humility that comes with it where it's, it's, you, you let it be known that I know it's going to be awkward, but it's not about making Chad feel better. It's about, right. About yeah. doing what God's calling you to do and, and helping reach yeah. this person you're talking to. Mm-hmm.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. That's dead on. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's, um, it's, it's weird because there are times when I had like, we're not called to live by feelings mm-hmm. and and we're called to live by faith. And yet I'm a very feeling kind of person. Yeah. So I do, you know, I, I oftentimes feel something before I think something. Mm. Uh, and that's just kind of how I'm wired and my personality. And there are many people that are the other way around. They would think something way before they feel something. But it, I do have to be careful because I can sometimes feel or 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 have like a thought or a a sensation and and see the lord really use that feeling that thought that sensation to touch someone's life Mm -hmm. and then i'll be with another person and and i'll like by default i want that same experience for the next person and so i'll say something that was actually based on what i'd already experienced that's not like a new revelation from the Lord. It's me just kind of wanting to, to the apply formula, like, the formula, right, the formula. Exactly. Have. Yeah. And I, and I can very easily turn this thing into a formula, even to the point where I've had to say, okay, Lord, I'm like, when I ask someone how I can pray for them, do I really mean it? Does that actually mm. come from the depth of my heart? Or am I just like, Oh well, this works for me. I, yeah. I know that most people are gonna either tell me that they're fine or that they'll share some prayer need, and and uh, it's a great kind of like icebreaker, little yeah. pick pickaxe question. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's really important yeah. to to go back to the root, you know, like right. it, it's all about intimacy with Jesus and growing with Jesus. And what I've been praying literally today, and, and what I've prayed often and need often is. That my life would be an overflow expression of what God's doing on the inside, mm-hmm. so that I can't help but be with you talking about Jesus flowing out because I don't have to like. Okay, man, I got to put on my my spiritual yeah yeah, yeah. one thousand wrist Jesus hat. Yep. And, you know, in an hour I'm gonna go get a beer with a friend, and now I got to put on my like my <laughs> like. Uh, Cool hipster, you yeah. know, brewery hat, and then I'm gonna go do coffee. And you know, it's like, man, Lord, I just wanna I wanna live from a place where my experience with you can't help but flow out. Yeah. Uh, we were we
2: because, were just talking yeah. about that mm-hmm. as because as two pastors, at times that we feel like we're kind of putting that here's the pastor hat, here's mm-hmm. the not pastor hat, and then right. at times we try to be we don't wanna ever come across as someone can't come to us and talk to us or feel like, yeah. oh, oh, there's Pastor Eric, all oh, he's gonna talk about Jesus all the time. So right. sometimes we push it too far, right? Where we're like too like, oh, we're the just cool guy. Where's the guy hanging out? And we yeah. and we won't take that those opportunities to actually find opportunity to talk to someone about what, sure. what need or, or what God's calling us to do. And some of that yeah. is just fear in both of us where it's like I, I get super nervous when it comes to just praying for somebody that i know yeah, let alone right. a stranger at mm-hmm. that is serving me deli like that yeah. like terrifies me as a pastor sure. mm-hmm. like I can right, speak right. I can preach I can do all this stuff but when it comes to some of that stuff the more intimate stuff it that's a struggle for me to take that risk mm-hmm. um and yeah. your book and and just some of the stuff you're saying is like super challenging to me to like go out of my comfort zone to do that kind of stuff.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I I think the fact that you're willing to admit that and that, that really all of us have to admit that there's like 1% of the Christian population that doesn't have to admit this. And the (laughs) the 99% of the rest of us need Uh to say, you know, this is hard. And, uh, and I, I was talking to a, a, a publishing, uh, a publisher friend who lives in town and, and, um, and he said, man, I, you know, we're, we're interested in your book. And I said, well, that's cool, man. I, but I don't know why in the world you would be interested in my book. Cause I feel like I, what I've written is a, is a hard thing to write. It's mm-hmm. not like a, like, Hey, this will make you feel all better. And don't, you know, ignore people more and you'll feel better about <laughs> <Right>. life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, this is, a, I felt like this book. Kate was birthed out of a personal spiritual challenge mm-hmm. that I am passing along to others mm-hmm. and he said no that's actually what makes it of interest is the fact that it's a challenge and yeah. so i think that oftentimes we rarely treasure what we don't have to go after. Mm-hmm. So what naturally just comes to us, you know, it's like, ah, uh, mm-hmm. or once we get something, like in, in the case of marriage, we we go after a woman where or a spouse and we're yeah. like, all right, man, do, we'll do whatever it takes. And then we get that right. spouse, so that person is ours. And then, and then it's like, well, all right, I guess I'll just go look at porn or I guess <laughs> yeah. I'll just, you know, I'll, I guess I'll just go, uh, you know, do whatever and ignore the person mm-hmm. and stop treating them right. And so I think that, yeah, there's there's really something to be learned yeah. about all of that. And, yeah. and uh, that's cool. I, so I appreciate you being honest mm-hmm. about it. And I think that that's, that's the place where the Lord has an opportunity to come in and say, okay, well, here, here's how I wired you to reach others. and And it doesn't necessarily mean that what worked for me has to become the formula for everyone mm-hmm. else <laughs> as much as it's just, well, what area is Jesus challenging you to take risk because when I when I left tooth and nail that was one risk that was a really really big risk (laughs) that had financial and family and career fallout connected to it when I approached someone at Publix that's a very that's a low level risk compared to leaving a career kind of thing but it's still a a very big
0: uh,
3: hurdle to cross and so I think it's just saying Jesus uh, I'm not very good at this yeah but you actually are alive in me, and you're the best lover the world's ever known. Mm-hmm. So if it's true that you're alive in me, then then help me to love the world more like you do and, yeah. and um, that's awesome and I, I, yeah, I don't know so i I just say be encouraged that mm-hmm. that um, one, of, one of my struggles has been that people might read the book and go, well Chad's special Chad's got mm-hmm. to dial down he's he's got the Christian thing pretty much figured out. And I suck, which which is the the farthest thing from right. from reality. And yeah. uh, hopefully, by the grace of God, I was able to insert enough of my weakness and celebrate enough of my weakness throughout the book that it's like, oh, all right, like yeah. this dude's seen God do a lot of crazy stuff, but he's still pretty weird he's still <laughs> he's still kind of an interesting basket case sometimes and yeah. and, uh, and and god's still working with him and and so i think that's hopefully that that ought to be encouragement to all of us you know and just mm-hmm. uh we need each other and we're here right. for each other and well so, yeah I, I
0: really like how you talk about in the book that really the biggest risk that we can take is not taking a risk at all and, and and if we don't actually step out and try new things, then, then we are uh, not giving ourselves a chance to grow and to experience more right. about who Jesus is and about who we are. And you said one thing in the book at one point that, that you're reminded that making messes out of obedience to Jesus far outweighs never attempting anything extravagant in his name. And and I like that you put the word in there uh, making messes because there are yeah. times that you talk about in the book things where, where um, and uh, in one chapter you talked about being awkward and awesome, right? Yeah. Sometimes things start awkward and turn awesome. Sometimes things right. start aw- awesome and turn <laughs> awkward. Sometimes right. they stay awkward or they stay awesome, <laughs> yeah. right? So all these right. different things. And so the cool part is that you give examples of times where things worked out and times where mm. things didn't work out. And yeah. and how you learned in both of them So can you share a little bit about What mm-hmm. do you do then When when you do have an instance Or maybe if you can even give an example Of a time where you felt sure. like Okay, God's putting this on my heart or, or this thought's coming to my head And then you talk to that person And they're like What are you talking about? What is yeah. like?" And, and it stayed
3: awkward the whole time And
0: how you learned from it And, and give us an example of a time Where things turned out awesome
3: Sure. Yeah, man, that's great. I love it. Um, well, the most, the most awkward story that, that I currently have, there's a, there's quite a few actually, but, uh, <laughs> but this one was, I'd say the, probably the most, uh, I don't know. It's just, it was, a, it was, a, it was awkward because I should have known better and, and I definitely learned from it. Uh, whereas a lot of times they're awkward, And I don't necessarily learn anything from it because I approach someone and maybe say, hey, do you have anything going on with your ankle? And they're like, no, and it's like, oh, all right, well, cool, thanks, have a great day, see ya, you know? It's like, I don't even have the the guts, you know, or the patience or the, the compassion to say, man, let me explain this whole thing to you. You know, yeah. there's this book now called One Thousand Risks. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. But, uh, but no, you're, in, um, it you're <laughs> in it now. You're in it, right? You're in it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Two Thousand Risks. You're going to be in that one. So, <laughs> but the um, I was at a Mexican restaurant with a pastor friend of mine, and I noticed a very large, well-built African American man seated all by himself at this booth, just chomping on some chips and salsa, mm-hmm. and I. Sensed in my heart that I was to remind this this man that God was calling him to be a leader, and that he he had leadership gifting. He was wired um, to strategically lead others, and like all this stuff that I was beginning to sense in it's kind of like what I would call word thoughts. That mm-hmm. just all of a sudden thoughts c- come to me over this person, and so instead of operating in humility, I operated in arrogance, and I approached him, and I just sat down right across from him, like we were lifelong buddies. Uh. And I said, hey, man, and before I could even say, God wants me to tell you this, he said, he just looked up at me. and He said, I'm only going to tell you this one time. You get the F away from my table or I'm going to beat your ass. Oh, <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, man. And uh, and I was just like, okay, well, I think this is when I get up and leave the table. <laughs> so I just, you know, peaced out. And, and But, you know, what I... What I learned is is that, and generally speaking, I would not approach somebody at their table. That's right. that, that's um, that's rude, uh, and that is normally considered um, uh, a a uh, what was, a social faux pas. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like something you shouldn't do unless it's really really strong on me. But but if I were to do that again. I would have like knelt down next to him and mm. not just assumed I could sit down, and I would have said, "Hey, excuse me. I know this is funny, blah blah blah." And yeah. So yeah, man, that's. But there's been lots, lots, so many awkward ones, and then uh, an awesome one um, that I, man. Um, I know there's so a many. lot in your books. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, There's so <laughs> many. There's so many awesome ones that it, it is always a struggle to know which one sh- I should share. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Uh, yeah i don't know i was um i'm just looking at at my my wall and Mm -hmm. there's a there's a couple of photographs over there i don't know if you can see yeah 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 yeah. yep but uh photographs that a friend took um while while we were in columbia and so that there's one with this elderly lady that had a cane and um and there were two security guards nearby, one with a muzzled dog, mm-hmm. and we had a you know video camera. And there's several of us, and so I approach this elderly lady, and right away the the security, like the two cops, like come way close because they they're probably assuming this is going to be bad. Yeah. Then again, like what what idiot the thief is <laughs> going to try to rob from a from an elderly lady when there's two cops right there? You yeah, know? yeah. But, but I think they thought, you know, this is going to be trouble and we're, we're going to intervene. And so right away I, I was like, man, this is awkward. I can feel the vibes of like, this is weird tension. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like, you know what? And I just, but I just said, Hey, um, I love Jesus. And I just wondered if I could pray for you. Do you have any pain in your legs? And she said, yeah, on her feet. And so I just got down on my knees and Place my hands on her feet. And at that, at that point, security guards are pretty, pretty sure that they don't have to arrest me <laughs> yeah. and, uh, or police. And so just prayed for her and encouraged her. And and so this crazy picture came out of it and it's just her smiling. And there's two security police guards, one with the dog, just standing, just kind of like looking off into the future, you know, just one's like kind of observing one's just looking out. And, um, and I think that, that, oftentimes that's what I've seen come of risks where Mm. they do start kind of awkward. They almost always start a little awkward. Mm -hmm. And, um, because it's not normal for us as humans, let alone as Christians to interrupt people, um, even if we're, we are already crossing paths. So the, the easiest risk to take is with a with with the person that's serving your coffee, or with the person that you're ordering the the you know boar's head from, or mm-hmm, someone yeah. that the the waiter that comes and takes your order, because then you can say, hey, what's your name? Mm-hmm, what's yeah. going on? How how are you doing? You know, you can you can begin developing some rapport. Whereas if you just walk up to somebody on on the streets Mm -hmm. um, which doesn't mean you shouldn't do it it just means it's harder Mm -hmm. to develop that same rapport and it it, i I believe requires probably a little extra grace from jesus Mm -hmm. but but it's funny how so often when i open my mouth and when we open our mouths words come out that that surprise us you know that surprise me Uh and it's like man i didn't i didn't think i was going to be sharing all that with you yeah And uh, now I am like, and and it's totally, you know, connecting with you. And um, so, yeah, I I think you're right. I think that I go through seasons um, where I don't take risk and, and I choose not to love people and, and i begin to feel my faith muscles shrinking you know yeah, and it's yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, it's just like when you stop running or you stop working out or you're you stop doing the the healthy thing mm-hmm. yeah and you begin to feel it and you're like man i'm all all i'm doing is eating pizza and and uh you know hanging out and it's just it's like you begin to feel the effects of that on yeah. your body and so i think in the same way yeah it's, it's a discipline there's a place, yeah almost, there's yeah. a place where i have to say lord i'm I've been through a season where maybe there's been something going on in my life that's caused me to not have as much compassion towards people or desire to step out. and. And just being real with the lord and myself about that and then asking him to to continue giving me his heart is uh yeah mm-hmm. it's de- definitely the the nice. key well that's cool that you're yeah.
0: talking about how uh how god always provides like what to say yeah. in the right situation and, and i i've noticed that from having to preach you know every sunday at a church right. the, it's so funny that like 90 percent of the time when someone comes up to me and says when you said this point that really right. stuck with me 90 percent of the time it wasn't in my sermon notes. Like it wasn't something that I prepared ahead of time, which tells me that that was God speaking directly to that person through me without me even realizing it. And and it's also really humbling because it's like, well, didn't you think that it was cool when I said this cool line point that I I really (laughs) thought out of, (laughs) (laughs) but that's not whatever stands out to people. It's always the story or the, the point that I made that I didn't yeah. think of beforehand, just in the moment. Right. Um, and when God comes so through true, that way, it gives me encouragement in the future to listen for those yeah. things and, and yeah, to pay yeah, attention right. to what he's doing. Um, but yeah. so often it's, it can be really, uh, really intimidating just to, to still have the confidence to do those things.
3: Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you're right. And it's uh, sometimes we can go through, a few times where maybe, maybe I've taken risks and they haven't worked out very well. Yep. Usually all it takes is a few of those. And and I find that my heart's courage naturally begins to, you know, kind of Mm -hmm. shrinking. Mm -hmm. And so I've got a, a, it's so vital for us just to keep going back to Jesus and, um, and just thanking him, you know, like even, even if I'm convinced that even if another risk never worked out well, that choosing to risk in the name of love and in the name of Jesus is still a better way to approach life (laughs) and people than like, well, I'm just, (laughs) I'm going to choose to never take risk ever again Uh because the last five times didn't really work out very well. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's kind of like saying, you know, I'm going to, well, the last time I shared the gospel with somebody, they they turned me down. So therefore I'm never going to share the gospel again. And it's like, well, Man, the, what you didn't know is that right around the corner, the next 25,000 people were going to say yes. You know, yeah. or like yeah. it just, you know, what, what God was going to do, you know, is uh, so there is. I feel like a lot of times there's kind of a a perseverance, you know, that comes yeah. along with this and, and a diligence and just, you know, God, give me, give me. Um, but it can also become a workspace thing, which is dangerous yeah, and scary yeah. where. It's like, man, I gotta, you know, today I gotta go take fifteen risks, or, yeah, or I'm not yeah. not a very good Christian. So it's right. just kind of learning, learning to let the Holy Spirit um, guide and direct us is not not naturally easy, mm-hmm. but uh, but it does make make the whole thing possible, you know. Yeah. So yeah. that's why one of my prayers from years ago is just, Jesus, give me one opportunity today mm-hmm. to love somebody the way that you would love them, or to care for somebody the way that you would care, and and it's still, I hope that that's a prayer that follows me the, all the days of my life because mm-hmm. it's it's one that I think I could grow into. Yeah. I could I could take the rest of my life to grow into that prayer and never, never uh, be like, oh, man, I'm so, you know, I don't need to pray that prayer anymore. Yeah. Of course I'm going to pray for one person today or I'm going to love on one person today. It's like, man, I, I really think I need to keep bringing that before the Lord because I I need him. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. he the reason I have cool stories is because Jesus. Yeah. I don't I, I have nothing to show for for anything uh, other than Jesus is faithful even when I when I'm a douche. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, awesome. And and so yeah, he's that that to me is what's so exciting about this is that, yeah. yeah, God God will use us at any point no matter what's going on if, if we just are willing to let go and to, to surrender a little yeah, and uh, it's a
2: continuous process of every yeah. day saying yes to whatever God brings that day. And yep. what I find for myself, and I hear from a lot of people, is they have this, this calling that they feel like they're following, and then they get off the path. Or if you think, like, do the workout um, illustration that you gave, like they missed gym day that day or right. whatever, and all of a sudden they're discouraged, like, oh man, I'm really yeah. messing this up. And, and listening to you, you were talking about how at times that you get discouraged after you took a thousand risks and yeah. all that stuff like, at times you still feel discouraged that you maybe aren't following God as close as, as you wanna be or listening yeah. to Jesus or it's more about you than it is about God. So the people that are listening that are at times just can't get past that discouragement of mm. messing up again of, of making it about themselves again, um, about not following through with what they feel like God's calling them to do, what what would be your advice to them? What what would be um, what would you say to them uh, to get over that discouragement so that they can mm. continue to follow God?
3: Yeah, I, I think that Hebrews ten twenty four has become one of my favorite verses. For- for good reason, it says. Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. Yeah. And so I think if if I'm not stirred up, there's somebody out there who is. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just okay. Well, who is stirred up? You know. And so for me, I, I watch a lot of sermons on YouTube. Um, there's a guy named Dan Moeller mm-hmm. and Todd White uh, are two guys that I listen to often. That I just, I it's like man, I need I need like a boost of spiritual adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and spiritual encouragement that I'm not experiencing right now. And so where do I go? And so I think it's like that that idea of, all right, well, let me consider how to stir up one another in love and good works. You know, let me think about that. And um, and I think that it's just admitting that that you, you're not the center of the story and that God doesn't need you or us to, to be, his hands and feet. He's invited us to be his hands and feet and that Jesus, that none of us earn or, or lose love from Jesus or from the father because of what we've done or what we haven't done. And so I think that it's, it it is probably, I was flying to Australia a couple of years ago. And it was the busiest year of, of my life at that time. Still is the busiest year travel wise that I've ever had. And and uh, and I had been to Australia twice um, that that one year. And it was just a really crazy experience to be on the airplane and to be thinking that um, I um, I am fairly convinced right now that I'm a really good Christian based on what I do. Mm. And when I step out and take risks i am feeling pretty dang good about myself you know Mm -hmm. and and so just jesus convicted me and said that's that's the farthest thing from the truth and and uh, i just spent time weeping on on virgin airlines flying to australia (laughs) from los angeles at like two in the morning just like Apologizing for the fact that somehow yeah. I, I can make it about me and I can make it about what I am able to do mm-hmm. rather than what God, you know, all the, the, the ways he's able to set us up. Like the, I don't know if you've gotten to it yet, there's a chapter called Right Time, Right Place towards the end. And I wasn't even going to include that chapter. So it's kind of like what you're, you were talking about with the sermon notes and, mm-hmm. and the unexpected little, right. little, you know, Holy Spirit ambush. And so I, I was, I, my wife was reading the book and helping me with it, and she said, you know, one of the, one of the things that stands out is that God sovereignly sets opportunities up for you. Is what it is. What it came across to her, and I was like, man, that's so true. That 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 oftentimes does see like it. I happen to be at the right place at the right time, and it was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is where this person was going to be going by, and God gave me grace to pray for them, and this is where they got touched by God, and so. Um, I think that it's it, there's just something to be said about Jesus help me to to relax a little bit yeah. and and to take some of the weight off of me and place it on you and thank you for your willingness to help me even maybe even though I've I've stopped taking risks years ago for you and and I'm just now thinking about coming back to you or I'm just now like you know debating like man should I actually can I really trust Jesus? Is He really worth pursuing? And you know, you 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 guys obviously know as well as anybody that right now Christianity is not a sexy mm. um, path <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> to go down, you know, or to follow. And it's uh, it's not like the like it was in the '70s, you know, when yeah. everyone talks about man. It it's just you know people coming to Jesus left and right, at least here in America. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so anyway, it's wow. Uh, yeah, I don't know, I guess great. just stay yeah, staying encouraged and inviting mm-hmm. Jesus to meet you.
0: Cool. Well, Chad, we really appreciate you taking the time to to talk to us. I really appreciate you, your you your. Too. I really appreciate your heart and being willing to take a thousand risks. And when I first got the book, I was like, He didn't literally take a thousand risks. <laughs> like, I thought it was like a figure of speech. I was like, No, he literally did. He has in there like risk number seven forty one. That so it's really really cool. Um, but we want to well, give you before before we let you go, we want to give you the opportunity um, to 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 really just close us out by praying sure. whatever you feel like. God is leading or, or cool. laying on your heart for our listeners, for us, whatever whichever yeah. way God is leading you um, to to just give us an opportunity to to hear from Him um, and yeah. and what He's speaking to you right now. We we really appreciate sure. it.
3: Yeah, yeah. Cool. So Lord, I just thank you for this time. I thank you, Jesus, that um, that this the story that you are writing over each of our lives has so little to do with us. And so much to do with you, even though typically we invert it and make it so much about us and so little about you. So would you forgive us for the the way and the fact that we do that? And would you help us to prioritize our our focus so that you are the treasure that we are seeking after most? And um, I just invite you to quiet our souls, to quiet our hearts from from the from the lies, from the from the shouting from the discouragement, from the frustration, from the anxiety, from the pressure, from the fear, from, from everything that would hinder us from walking more like Jesus on this planet. Um, God, I, I pray that you would empower us by your Holy Spirit to represent Jesus as best as we possibly can, which is, which is actually really, really incredible because, Jesus, you are in us And so it's possible for us to represent you. So I just pray that you would continue taking um, each of us way deeper, that you would take this podcast way deeper, and and that you would just cause for us to be able to rally together over um, you who are the most exciting story, exciting person, most exciting opportunity to have ever hit this Planet Earth. Uh, we love you, Jesus, and we just thank you for what you're doing. Yeah, in your name.
0: Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you so much, yeah, Chad. Man. Lot, we Chad. really appreciate yeah. you, man. That was that was really yeah. awesome.
3: You guys too, man. Thank you so much for and tell your wife thank you for ordering the book and oh, <laughs> <of> course, <laughs> for for actually reading it. That's, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, i it's, really am
0: enjoying it. I haven't gotten all the way through it yet, but every morning okay. I, I read it with my daughter sitting there as she's playing <laughs> on the ground. So but it's it's well, really, really, really God. good. Yeah, so, when
2: James you, and uh tech uh, emailed us like, saying, "Hey, Chad, has a new book out. Well, we want to send you one, whatever." Um, I was like, "Well, we need to have him on then." <laughs> he was like, "Well, you just had him on a couple months ago." He's like, "Oh, I don't care. I'll have one yeah. every week if he yeah, wants yeah, to be yeah. on." Thanks. Same. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was I awesome. Just,
3: I love that that you know writing a book gives you opportunities to reconnect, and, yeah. and this is it's one of the blessings to have come out of it. And and, mm. and now you know it's the what's weird is people coming to me and saying, "Hey, I've always wanted to write a book." can you share some some like tips with me and it's like wait are you insane like do you know how crazy it is that i wrote a book yeah. like you should not be asking me for ideas and, but, and, I, but and I know
2: you've been like like on a lot of different podcasts and on tv shows and stuff so uh, we do appreciate you taking time out of your day to, yeah. to, to uh, join yeah, us it. too it's, um
3: it's it's easy man you being with you guys is is like hanging out with old pals so oh, it's, yeah. it's That's a great. piece of cake thank you thank you guys for having me on